0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Rooted with Yams. If you are returning, hey, I ain't got much to say, but I missed you. I hope you missed me too. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, hello, how are you? My name is Yamyo. It is very nice to meet you. And this is my podcast. Welcome. On this podcast, we talk about all things womanhood, sisterhood. It's pretty much me talking to myself, going through the ways and um, the practical methods I can take toward being the woman of my dreams, essentially, because a lot of times we talk about, oh, I want to be like Michelle Obama, Oprah, um, hey, Fran, hey, Beyonce, our mothers, our grandmothers. But They took steps when they were little girls, when they were young women, to help them get to where they are at this point, to the point of admiration. So in this podcast, we just talk about what we can do now, okay? The struggles we go through now, how to overcome them so that we can truly tap into our best selves sooner rather than later. All right. So let's jump right in to our rooted conversation. This is the first segment of the podcast where I like to have um, a stimulating conversation that allows us to get rooted in who we are by discussing challenging perspectives, challenging behaviors, or just random ideas I have or things I'm going through that I want to master so I could truly become the woman of my dreams. So in this of conversation, I'm going to talk about a little phrase called biting your tongue or holding your tongue, whatever you've heard before. We all know, Like we get the gist of what it means. I want to talk about that today. I find that it's It's a critical skill that needs to be developed. And as children, you know, children, they snappy at the tongue. You know, that's something we adore about kids, like young, young kids. We adore that they just speak their mind. They're so quick. But as we grow older, we got to encapsulate that, you know? We can't just be snapping off at the mouth like toddlers, okay? So we do have to kind of get a hold of that, grasp it, collect it, gather it, and just contain our tongue inside of our mouths more often than not. And it's something that, you know, sometimes people say, you know, speak your mind, you got the freedom to say whatever you want, but at the same time, sis, there is a time and a place, and there is power in being able to control your tongue, not not only for the circumstance, But it shows a level of self-control in you and a level of maturity. At least I want to see a little bit more maturity when I grow up, you know? So we are going to talk about some practical steps. Some things I've had to go through as recently as of yesterday. I had to practice these steps because I'm trying to be a sophisticated boss. So we've all heard... If you have nothing nice to say, come on, say it with me. Don't say nothing at all, right? We've all heard that. And with me personally, this is not a struggle for me necessarily. I'm not really a mean person. I don't really have mean things to say frequently to people. And if I do, it's really easy for me not to say it. But what I struggle with going off at the mouth is just wanting to vent Cheese, man. gossip, I guess, like just talk, 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 talk it out. If I'm frustrated, a lot of times like I could say some things in my venting session, and my narrative, I might use a lot of hyperboles, I might exaggerate somebody's character and really bring out small flaws and make like low-key defame somebody just because of how fast how rapid my tongue is moving you know I realized that about myself and I I'm low-key embarrassed that I will say something like just out of anger out of emotion and frustration and then I'm like yo I really I'll even have to explain myself like oh she's not that bad you know like I'm just mad that's why I I called her all those names but it's like sis you already called her all those names like wow that was actually in you that is so ugly but That's something I'm struggling with, and recently, I was in a situation where, long story short, I was at work, and our boss had to talk to us. I can't even, I don't even think this is nice, appropriate. See, there I go, wanting to vent to y'all, already messing up, right? But long story short, I had to practice holding my tongue because I knew the discussion we had um, was unwarranted. And the tone was unwarranted, and the energy was just so unnecessary. And I knew, I knew deep in my heart, I wasn't the only one who felt that way. So, you know, it's easy when you want to vent, you go to someone who you know will agree with you. And there are people there I wanted to vent to. Like, I knew they would be on my team, I knew we could have had. A session, a therapy session in the break room. But when people were asking me about it, I just had to like, uh, oh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, oh, eh, I don't know, girl. It's okay. It's okay. You know, it's almost Friday. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, sis, right? What? Yes. So <laughs> I had to really control myself because who you don't want to burn any bridges after that conversation, especially, I was like, okay, there is a little mouse up in here. Clearly something ain't right. So you just have to be careful about your timing and the placement of these conversations. Um, another story. Sorry. I'm like, I don't talk to people on a day-to-day basis. So sometimes I get on this microphone and I'm just like, but anyways, another story when I was in sixth grade, um, one of my friends or classmates moved to a city that I live in. Like I moved from Dallas to the Valley and then I was like in second grade. And then in sixth grade, he moved from Dallas to the Valley and we were in the same school both times. So it was crazy. Anyways, so I think I've mentioned this in bef- this before, but in my elementary school, I was the only black kid. Um and now he joined me. So, and he's he was another black kid there. Anyways, kids in sixth grade, even adults today, everywhere in our country filled with a lot of ignorance, right? But in sixth grade, in particular, all the kids are like, "Oh, another black kid, Yammy, yeah, there's your man, there's your husband." And little did they know, like, yo, what a freaking small world, and how annoying that one of millions of black kids in Dallas moves to the valley, right where I am. You know, it was just so annoying, but he's here and we recognize each other from our kindergarten class that we were in together in Dallas. Long story short, um, all the attention that was put on us, like being in a relationship, by the way, sixth grade relationship, what? Anyways, all the attention that was placed on us was stressing us out. Like it was stressing us the hell out. And so we started hating each other, you know, like, we started hating each other. Maybe it was out of like for each other, or whatever. But he said some really mean things to me. And at that point in my life, I I didn't even have the sense to argue with people. But and I was very shy. And I'm I'm pretty introverted by nature. Like I think things through. So, y'all, I went home. I had no words to say to him when he, flamed me in front of everybody but when I went home, I wrote. I popped out my diary and I told her everything, okay? And then I wrote that little nigga a letter, okay? I wrote Benjamin a letter that was so long, so thorough, filled with all the cuss words. Like, I towed his ass up, okay? And I gave him the letter I gave him the letter confidently and he gave it to his grandmother and his grandmother called my parents and we all had to get our parents together at a meeting at school and I was in big trouble and I was like he started calling me names first he said all this to me first and then the grandma goes slides out her purse my letter slaps it on the table evidence and so my parents read the letter and we're like what Yam yo. We did not raise you to talk like this, to think like this, blah blah blah. What would Jesus do, sis? My parents were thoroughly disappointed to say the least, and I got the ass whooping of life. Of life. I'm telling you, my ass was hot. Probably for the rest of for the rest of the school year. But um one thing my dad told me after um, things calmed down. He was like, yeah, Mio, that wasn't really smart for you to <laughs> write a letter <laughs> and deliver it to this little nigga. Like, of course he's going to snitch. So um, anyways, it was at that, that moment when I began to realize we got to be careful the things we spit out, even though I that was meditated, that was highly meditated. Um, As an adult, you know, you become more witty, you become more quick with it. So we still got to be careful. We got to take that lesson that Benjamin taught us and use it in all aspects of life, whether you're writing your response or speaking your response, any type of response. We need to remember that time in sixth grade, okay? All right, so other than being self-incriminating, being snappy at the mouth and not pausing before you speak or before you have your vent sessions is actually quite toxic and you know as we're growing into the woman we want to become it's so important to remove toxic elements from our life so a lot of times we think having a venting session a venting pow wow a therapy session with the girls or whatever, on the phone, on FaceTime, however you do it. A lot of times we think that's therapeutic and it's bringing you peace and clarity about the situation, but in reality, girl, you and I both know it's not, especially because we are not going to people who are going to call us out or are going to humble us or are going to say, hey, what about the other person's point of view? No, you know good and well who we're running to when we have those those um, spurts of emotions and what that actually does like you know hormonally is it increases the stress hormones that we're releasing because as we're venting we are not calming down we are actually like feeding our adrenaline feeding that energy that negative toxic energy so people always say take slow deep breaths count to five and for me that's not always realistic especially in Spaces where people are watching me because when I have to take a moment, like I have to physically like inhale, exhale, inhale, up, up up, up up, up up, up. more, more 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 more, exhale, release all everything out, so a lot of times that means me actually like you know, crouching down low, bringing my hands way up above my forehead, holding my breath up there, bringing it down. I can't do, like, I can't do that in my head. I act like I have to put my body into it. So that works for some people. For me, it only works if I put my everything into that five second deep, heavy breathing. So in my Example that I told you about work the other day, I when people were asking me about the topic about the conversation, all I could hear in my head was, "Don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, yamio." So when I came time to record this podcast, I'm, I was like, "What? What led me to hear that voice in my head? I had never heard it before. Usually, I'm quick with it. Like I'm quick, bitch. Sit down, grab a seat. Where is the T? But At that moment, I was really, really clear, clearly hearing that voice saying, don't do it. And I was able to heed to that voice. So I was doing my self reflections that I like to do because I don't talk to people, I talk to myself. And as I was doing them, I was able to pinpoint some of the things that got me to hear that voice. So I'm going to share them with you. I hope it helps. If not, you know, we're just going to move along to the next segment and then you can just listen to the next episode for something that might help you. In another season, okay? So first of all, i like to thank God, Hallelujah. you know, Hallelujah. God above, Hallelujah. my Hallelujah. Father, my Savior, Jesus Christ, my Lord, because, ooh, child, he is working on me, working on my soul, working on my heart, and I think that was evidence of that, okay? I feel like me heeding to that voice was evidence that I'm a little bit more sensitive to my inconsistencies with my faith and how I want to present myself in this world. So shout out to God. And then also, I feel like because of my sixth grade experience and because I've had negative experiences, whereas I say something and it comes back to bite me or I, I want to like argue and then I can't finish <laughs> that like embarrassment, you know, you feel that that will change your habits when you are embarrassed because of some something you said. Um, So that was something that helped me in that situation. If you have not experienced that yet, you might. But if you have never experienced that embarrassment before, I would just advise you to literally bite your tongue. Literally bite your tongue. It might hurt a little bit or clench your jaw. You know, that little tight jaw thing that little kids do and they make their head shake. I was doing that in that moment as well. Teeth. On teeth clenched, Um, so I could just shake my head quietly, you know? And doing that reminded me that, hey, you already heard the answer. So now your body is tempted to not do what your heart and your mind know to do, but you got to fight your body. And the way I could fight my body at that moment was by chomping down on my teeth, okay? Um, Another thing is to realize the situation. When we are high in emotion, we can feel our hearts start to race, right? So we need to become more sensitive to those feelings. When you feel your heart rate start to go up, when your palms start to sweat, when you're like, girl, did it get hot in here or is it just me? You know, when you start feeling that, take note of that. Notice that. That's not just random. That is because your adrenaline, your blood is flowing. It is rushing to your head, to your palms because you're heated. This triggered an emotional response in you and you that you have the right to that emotional response but when you feel it my good sis when you feel it the next step is to ask yourself do I need to respond to this situation like is it going to fix the situation right in my case at work me venting about it wasn't going to change the way my boss felt. I was not I was sure as hell not going to her with my emotions with any type of constructive feedback. So there is no point. There is no point in the engaging in that and entertaining the cheese men and entertaining the emotions. So when you feel that blood rush, ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it going to change the circumstance? A lot of times the answer is no. And I know this. I know this. Sometimes my friends will call me and they got a million and two things heavy on their heart. And whatever I have to say is not going to change the situation. Sometimes it is important, you know, get some advice, feedback. And I love when my friends ask me, was I wrong? And if they actually were wrong, I will tell you. But Just be sensitive to that. If you haven't been sensitive to it before, after hearing this, you will become sensitive to it. That's a great thing about podcasts and books and just listening to people and listening to, uh, I don't want to call this advice, not from me, but advice in general, Um, it gets stored in your memory. So these things will come to surface when the situation presents itself. Um, Another tip is to save the energy save the energy for your mirror most people most women most girls have a mirror in their room or in their bathroom okay so save that energy i best believe when i got home i was in front of my mirror like girl who does she think she is she was talking to you like that she was accusing you of that who did she know Does she know that i'd be working after hours did she know that i'd be coming in early like that who how dare she da, 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 da. like i was in my mirror in my mirror my mirror got all of that energy. Okay. So you can do that. Like if you still, if you did the breathing exercises, if you bit your tongue physically and literally, and you still feel it like boiling inside of you, go ahead, let it out in the mirror. Okay. You can even write it down. Just learn from me and don't send it to no one. Don't give it to no one. Don't do none of that. That is extra and that is childish. I did it as a child. And that is why I'm telling you it is childish. Don't do it. But yeah, let it out. Save that energy for the mirror. And then the last, is this the last thing? Second to last thing. Second to last thing, pray. Pray, sis. Like speaking into the mirror is not the same as praying. Make your request known to God. And a lot of times, at least for me, the difference between me you know, saying, talking to myself in the mirror or in the car versus praying to God, I formulate my thoughts better. I articulate it better, which allows me to calm down in the process. So as I'm presenting my anger, my emotions to God, I'm saying, dang God, like that was so annoying that she did, right? But then at the same time, it's like, you're talking to God, so relax. And then I'm like, yeah, I know. I know God. Like, I don't know the type of day she had, you know, I know I'm trying to look at her the way you look at her. And then (laughs) when you do that, it just, it makes the situation better because you are correcting yourself as you talk. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. Someone, someone who has the same struggles as me will feel that in their spirit. And lastly, try to put yourself in the other person's shoes. That's a simple, simple thing that They always tell us since elementary school, but it's very hard to practice. But if you actually try to practice it, it will help you feel better and it will give you less reason to pop off at the mouth. And that's it for this week's Rooted Conversation. I hope something I said stuck and resonates with somebody And I know for me, just saying it again is further solidifying this behavior change in my life that will essentially make me the woman I aspire to be today. So let's go to the next segment, Reflection Point. This is a segment of the podcast where I just give a quote, a thought, something that spoke to me this week. Um, and just leave it here for us to reflect on. This week's reflection point is coming from a book titled Think, Learn, Succeed. Understanding and using your mind to thrive at school, the workplace, and life. This book is by um, Dr. Carolyn Leaf, who also wrote best-selling Switch on Your Brain. And I was introduced to her um, on the Elevation Church podcast with Pastor Stephen Fertig, who interviewed her and it was like such a mind-blowing interview and i told myself i must read her book this book in particular before the next stage in my life so i've been reading the book and it's incredible like incredible your mind is so powerful and ugh, i can't even begin to explain the book but please get it it is such an incredible book and this woman is a genius she's actually a neurosurgeon and a psychiatrist so like actual medical genius as well anyways here is the quote that is coming from chapter three of the book and this chapter talks specifically about controlling our think mindset so she talks about different mindsets we have and this one is a think mindset and the sentence is this essentially your job is to analyze a thought before you decide either to accept or reject it. And in the context of reading this book, this sentence, standing alone, I know you guys are kind of like what? But in the context of this chapter, it blows my mind. I highlighted it. I took several notes on it because it introduces a discussion she's about to have about analyzing our thoughts. A lot of times we don't take time to analyze our thoughts. So in this reflection point, I wanted to leave this sentence from the book here to remind us to analyze our thoughts. We do have the ability to accept or reject our thoughts as truths or not. And we should not do that until we have analyzed them, understand them, get to know them, see where they are coming from. And then, then, that is a key word, I underlined it. Then we can accept or reject that thought as part of our identity. All right you guys, you made it to the last segment of the podcast. This segment for those of you guys who are new, it is called gyne shine. It is my favorite segment of the podcast, and I called it gyne shine because gyne coming from the term gynecological, gyne referring to referring to a woman. So, um I love the word gyne. It it just encompasses all things womanhood, which is hello this podcast. So, This segment, I take the time to shine, to highlight a woman who is doing incredible things. I try to, actually, I think all of them have been my friends um, or people I know, businesses I'm supporting. And yeah, so if you ever have a guy and shine, someone you like to shout out, send them to me. My email is rootedwithyams at gmail.com. Submit them, their story, and I would love to, Put some shine on their business, on their idea, on what they're doing, their project during this segment of the show. So this week's shine, you guys. This week's shine, and probably for the rest of the summer, the rest of the year, I'm just I will never stop celebrating my friend Chelsea. Chelsea <sighs> released her album titled "Anything Goes." It is on all platforms, all streaming platforms. Download it immediately. Okay. Immediately. It is titled Anything Goes. Um, and her, you know, her industry name, I guess, is T. Taya. I don't know. I've actually haven't asked her how to pronounce it because I just call her Chelsea because that is her name. But T.E.A. And the E is like the specialty with the little hat on top of it. Anyways, download the album. Anything goes. This girl can sing. Let me tell you, she can sing down. My goodness. Chelsea has the voice of an angel. She Oh, Lord Jesus, help me find the words. I cannot even formulate the words to give this girl enough praise. She's so talented, so blessed, beautiful woman of God, like literal goals, goals. goals. You know what? I'm going to change the intro to this podcast. This podcast is about all things womanhood, sisterhood, and ways we can become the Chelsea's that we're supposed to be in life. Okay, so Chelsea has this album it's beautiful how many songs 11 songs about 45 minutes play it over and over and over and over again let it speak and nourish your soul okay it will nourish your soul it will nourish your heart it will cleanse you and purify you i'm telling you the truth in fact i'm just gonna play a little bit of uh, this is actually is this my favorite song uh, this is probably my second favorite song the first track just literally brought me to tears so I'm i I can't like not put that one as my favorite but this one is like real close to my favorite song I'm just gonna play a little just so you guys can be intrigued and compelled to go download this album all right here we go Yes. Yes, Chelsea. Yes. 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 Y'all, I that was just a little tease because I can't give you everything. Y'all gotta go listen for yourself. But the music, her lyrics, oh, she she did it all all of it, okay, the girl writes, she plays, all the instruments you can think of, she does it all, and she can sing, okay, oh, God bless, Chelsea, my girl, you're my guy for today, forevermore, forever, I just, her voice will literally bring you to tears, Anyways, you guys, this is probably the longest guy in shine I've ever done, but she deserves, okay? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Rooted with Yams. It's been a pleasure. I will be back, actually. Um, There will be some guests, a lot of guests coming up soon, so I'm really excited. You guys, stay tuned. If you have anything you want to discuss on this podcast, please DM me on Instagram. You can follow me, yams underscore and potatoes. Everything will be in the episode notes. Or, you know, if you're a little more professional with it, go ahead and email me at rootedwithyams at gmail.com. That's the name of this podcast at gmail.com. Okay. No other at names. And. That's it, yeah, so submit your rooted conversation, anything you wanna talk about. Submit your reflection point if you're reading something, if you're following somebody who is really speaking to you. Tell me, I want some good things streaming through my ears as well. And if you want me to shout you out or if you have somebody, a sister friend that needs to be shouted out and they need a platform to be shouted out on, I will be that platform for them, okay? It's not a big one. Ain't a grand stage or nothing. This is just my bedroom and three other people listening. Um, But hey, that's three other people who will likely go and support your girl. So I think that's all. That's all for now, folks. It's good to be back. It is really good to be back. (laughs) Bye-bye.